Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This 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 is views from Midstream. Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another edition of the Views from Mint Street podcast, your home for Carolina Panther football talk around the Carolinas, around the nation, around the world. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. It is, as always, great to have you joining us for another episode of, I say us, because my name is Rob Brown. Hello, host of the Rob Brown Show, which airs nine to noon weekdays in Greenville, South Carolina, right here in the heart of Panthers country and joining me as always on the pod my co-host my partner in crime and it's his birthday well it may not be your birthday by the time you're listening to this but like while we're recording this it's his birthday happy birthday and hello Lonzo Wright so what's up big fella thank you for the birthday wishes and you know what when you're hearing this for the first time it is still my birthday because you're hearing it for the first time. It is. And drop him a happy birthday on Twitter at Lonzo on Word. Lonzo on Word on Twitter. I am at the Rob Brown Show. We You know what you know what I'd rather have? I'd rather have a Panther money. victory. I'd rather oh, have oh. I'd rather have a Panther victory than, you know, well, birthday wishes. We are gonna yeah. get into that. And obviously, before we start our pod that drops now, we'll go ahead and preview that on Friday. We'll drop our pod, which will preview this weekend's matchup as NFC South play opens up when the Saints of New Orleans come to the bank in Charlotte to take on the Panthers. And we're going to get into all of that and the X's and O's of that particular game. Did you purposefully avoid saying when they come marching in? Did you purposefully have... I didn't think of it. I'm not that smart. And also, this is uh, broadcasting hour number four today. So, no, I'm I'm just not that creative. I wish I would have been. That would have sounded great and been a nice little tagline. But I didn't. It is what it is. All I got to say is, you're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, I have to bring up something. You know, in this pod, in the in the midweek pod, ordinarily what we're doing is we're talking about press conferences, which Lonzo and I watched a few of before we came on the air. We're talking about injury reports and updates that have come in, which fortunately there's not much to report on that front going into week three. But I wanted to get into something that I noticed, Zoe, when I was putting the prep together for today's show. I was, as I always do, skipping around different websites, looking to just make sure that I hadn't missed any stories that were dropping right before we sat down here at the Radio Ranch in the palatial studios of the Fan Up State in Greenville to talk Panther football. And I noticed something. When I went to the front page of both ESPN and Yahoo Sports, you know, they they break it down. They've got the front page, then the NFL page, and then on the NFL page, you can go to the individual NFL teams pages. Each franchise has its own page. Well, I clicked on, on both ESPN and the Panthers pages, right? And on both ESPN and Yahoo's Panther pages, specifically Yahoo, but I went back to check ESPN to make sure I hadn't missed something. On both of those pages, Lonzo, the majority, and when I say majority, I mean majority of the news stories linked to the Carolina Panthers page were all New York Giants stories, right? In fact, I I went to, and I'll, I'll go ahead and pull it up and see if it's changed, 
But I went, and I'll start with the Yahoo Sports page. But I went to the Yahoo Sports website, which I'm doing again right now just to make sure that I'm, I'm you know, I didn't miss anything with an inherent bias. But I went to the Yahoo Sports Carolina Panther page, and I opened it up. And at the top, they've got their video player. And on their video player, when I went and looked it up, the first five videos that played, the first five videos that played were all Brian Dabble and the New York Giants. And I thought, all right, that can't be that bad, right? Like, that can't be that bad. That is That has got to be... Uh, that has got to be just a, a, a coincidence, right? So then I went and looked at the articles. The first article at the top of the page is Matt Rule believes Panthers are so close to getting over that last hump, and we're going to talk about that later on. The next article is I laughed when my neighbor put it on his gutters, but that's an advertisement. The third article, NFL power rankings. Lions tied for NFC North, so it doesn't have a Carolina contingent there. The, th- the fourth article from Giants Wire, Panthers Matt Rule, crowd noise was a factor in loss to Giants. And it talks about how great uh, the stadium environment was when the Panthers were at New York. The next article from Sports Illustrated, New York Giants week two by the numbers. The next article from Giants Wire, Giants Leonard Williams has sprained MCL listed day to day. The next article, NFL power rankings, Dolphins, Eagles, Packers surging after week two. The next article, NFL Power Rankings, Week 3, where Bears stand after loss versus Packers. The next article, New York Giants, Week 2, Rewind. The next article uh, was about Derrick Henry's suit. The next article, Unbeaten Giants Can't Afford to Believe Hype Facing Dallas. The next article, New York Giants, Three Takeaways from Week 2 Win versus uh, versus, uh, Panthers. Of the top 10 articles, one of them, was about the Carolina Panthers. And maybe I'm misreading this. Maybe I'm, I'm I'm giving in to an inherent bias here. It feels to me as if right now the Panthers are irrelevant to the National Football League. They have lost nine in a row. They have not won a home game since September 20th of 2021. Unfortunately, beat the Saints at home. But it has been a full, uh, by the time this pod drops over a calendar year since the Carolina Panthers won a home game, they feel at the national level irrelevant. I can't think of another National Football League team that feels as irrelevant as the Panthers do right now. And I have to wonder, A, is that true or am I just playing to a persecution complex here? And B, if it is true... Why? All right. This is what I believe. I believe there was an oversaturation of Panther stories because of the Baker thing and leading up to that game, uh, playing Cleveland. You know, that would, there was so much. It was everywhere. There was nothing but that for, uh, well, once Baker got there. So, you know, midsummer when, when Baker got to uh, the Carolina Panthers, that's all there was. Stories about him facing the Browns for the first time and, and and all that kind of stuff. And now that's over. And the Panthers are 0-2, and that's where a lot of the league has predicted them to be. So to them, it's no longer a story. I, uh, I would uh, – first off, I think you're correct. The offseason, Carolina was a very, very interesting target. They were interesting because the majority of the nation thinks that Matt Rule is on the hot seat. 
Whether we agree with that or not right now, it doesn't matter. The country thought he was. A lot of people obviously were involved uh, with some of the off-the-field stuff, right? David Tepper's negotiations with Rock Hill, which... Looking at it now, I'm, I'm, you know, I try to be as fair in my criticisms as I possibly can, as often as I can. But it looks like that was Rock Hill's fault, not David Tepper's. But people were paying attention to that because it was easy to look down on David Tepper when that whole thing fell apart, especially if you were in South Carolina. And then I think you're exactly right about the Baker Mayfield thing, right? When Baker showed up in Carolina after all the drama that happened in Cleveland, after the drama with Sam Darnold last year, I think there were a lot of eyeballs that were focused on this team. But my thing is, that gives you a foundation on which to grow going into the season. We actually had the eyes of the NFL's national media turn to Charlotte for a while. And because of where we are right now, that relevance is completely gone, right? Completely gone. Now, leading up to the season, there were a handful of guys and gals out there in the national media that were saying, hey, look, Carolina's a dark horse playoff team. They've got the talent on paper to make it to the wild card. You know, if if the Saints fall apart, if the rest of the NFC uh, bounces their way, Carolina is a genuine threat to make it as a wild card team. And now 2-0, and we mentioned in the pod a couple of days ago that since the expansion to the 14-team playoff, zero 0-2 teams have made it to the playoffs since the expansion, right? So now all of a sudden, we're not even in that, we're not even in that discussion. That's not even being talked about anymore. I think the problem here is even at 0-2, you, you've got to either have an established identity or some success to lean on, right? Because the 0-2 Raiders are still being talked about. The 0-2 Bengals are still being talked about. The 0-2 Titans are still being talked about. The only other team that's 0-2 and not being talked about is the Atlanta Falcons at this point, but they knew the transition period, the rebuild year they were going into. How do we establish an identity that gets us back to relevance because it's not just important in the season Lonzo but it's important when the season is over and it's time to start trying to get guys to come to Charlotte and play for the silver and blue if you're not relevant you're an afterthought to those guys and it's got to change now well the frustrating part is and I'm sure we'll get into this is how they've lost it's not like the Panthers are getting blown out it's not like both those losses were horrible things that they didn't belong on the field. They were right there in the, to the end of both games, had a shot to win the game. That makes it frustrating from, from a Panther fan standpoint. The only way you become relevant is to win. And not just win, but beat teams that you're not supposed to beat. So, And this is a very young season. It really is. We're only two games in. I, uh, I love that. I, I, I get it. But I would also make the argument, right, because we've we've leaned on, and I think it's fair to lean on, but we've leaned on, hey, we lost game one via a 56-yard field goal, game two via a 58-yard field goal. We're, we're right there, right? But there, there's another element to that, which is, right, but if you don't fumble the opening kickoff, you're not there. If you don't fumble later in the first half, you're not there. If you're not in game one dropping four, uh, four snaps 
on the ground, a couple turning into turnovers. You're not in a spot where you're 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 competing. Uh, we don't need to be risking 56 and 58 yard field goals. We need to be up four or five, so they got to go the length of the field and score there. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of the point where I was sitting here before the pot. I'm like, okay, what is my own answer to this question, right? We need relevancy. We need to establish relevancy. We need to get ourselves into a conversation where, like the Bengals, and maybe that's not fair because they're coming off a Super Bowl run, but maybe like the Raiders, where when we drop to 0-2, you pop it on to Espen, you pop it on to Fox, you pop it on to whatever website, and there are articles going, what's wrong with this team? What's happening to this team? What is going sad? What's going sideways with this team? And nobody's asking that, right? Like, we're, we're, it just, it's expected that this is where we're going to be, and there doesn't seem to be anything happening to change the narrative and while I'm not super worried about this year, because yes, unfortunately, I think making the playoffs is a dramatically long shot for us this season. The question is, how do you establish an identity? How do you establish relevancy between now and week 18 so that when we miss the playoffs and the next season rolls around, we can talk the defensive ends and the linebackers of the world that are free agents into coming to Carolina? Because right now, I don't know how you do that. It's it comes down to winning games. It also comes down to if Christian McCaffrey is leading the league in in uh, all purpose yards. If someone on the defense, like let's say Brian Burns, is leading the league in sacks, there are things that can that can draw people in. If they see, especially players, well, money always helps. But if if you're a player and you look and you think that there's one player away from really doing something and you're that guy, then you're going to come in. But if they go let's say 0-6, and, and they fire the coach, and you're in transition again, then you're not going to get people to come in.